Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. It is Wednesday afternoon. Belly up the bar here. Let's have a chat. Um, Monday, I did my first power ranking reveal for the 2017 season. Did half of them. Today, we're going to do the second half. And I'm thinking down the line here, we might start doing position lists. Top five running backs, top ten running backs top 10 overall offenses, top 10 overall defenses, top five safety, something along those lines. Um, that's something you want to hear. You know, it, it is a quiet time. We'll be three days a week for a while. Um, but that might be a fun little thing to do, you know, to, 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 to talk about who I'd like the best at each respective position around the league. So the power ranks, if you didn't listen on Monday, shame on you for six weeks and we're not friends anymore. But this is what happened from 32 up to 17 was, I think I only went to 18. Well, no, no, no. Jets to 32, San Francisco at 31, Cleveland at 30, Chicago at 29, the Rams at 28, the Bills at 27, Jacksonville at 26, Indy at 25, Tennessee at 24, Cincinnati at 23, Detroit, Detroit at 22, Miami at 20, or I'm sorry, Washington at 21, the Miami at 20. I made that change as we were on the air last week or a couple days ago. Carolina at 19, Houston at 18, Baltimore at 17, Denver at 16 is where we start today. I think the defense will still be great. Probably more like last year's version of the defense, though, as opposed to the Super Bowl historic defense. But still great, especially against the pass. I do think that the, the formula is going to hold true, that you're going to want to keep them in base personnel and run up the gut on them and throw to your backs against their linebackers. But overall, I mean, led by Vaughn Miller in a great secondary, I don't think there's any reason to think that Denver's defense is going to fall off. Although it's a new coordinator, it's a new staff, uh, that is noteworthy for sure. I got to think the offensive line slash running game is better this year than last year. And you throw Jamal Charles into the mix. I'm still a CJ Anderson believer. I think Booker's second year will be, he'll look better than his first. But I mean, who's the quarterback? I mean, again, they're going to have to win low scoring games. My hunch is Paxton Lynch will win the job. And we're starting to hear some good reports out of Denver about his maturity and dedication to the game increasing, which it needed to do. Um, all ties, I'm sure, are going to go to the first-round pick as opposed to Simeon, who is an NFL backup, in my opinion. So we'll see. Um, but as you can tell, they're the first team that I brought up in the AFC West. So as it stands right now, I have three teams in the division above Denver, You know, which might surprise you guys. Tampa is at 15. They're going to be the hot pick and may even be, you know, I mean, myself included possibly of these guys could become, you know, they're going to the playoffs next year. They're going to make noise. 
The defense ended very strong last year. It looks even better now. Um, you know, the guy, uh, guys like Baker are added up front. The front seven uh, really dedicated itself to getting more stout and bigger and more physical for to stop the interior run. The offense is the story. I'm a little shocked that they didn't do more on the offensive line. They basically did nothing. It seems as though they have extreme confidence in Doug Martin. I'm rooting for him. Hopefully that's the case, but he is suspended to start the year. And the weapons for Winston, who I love, is are, are really, really strong. So probably, I would think most people probably have Tampa Bay even higher than this. And, and I might come around on them, but a lot of change. We'll see. Um, I have the Vikes at 14, and my thoughts on them are I have to believe the defense is going to be one of the best in the league yet again. Yeah, there, there isn't much change there. Um, I think they'll keep their opponents to pretty low-scoring games. I have to think that the offensive line is dramatically improved. I don't think it's going to become a strength, but you add Elf line and Reef, and, you know, and their tackles have to be better, healthier. I think Davin Cook's going to be an instant contributor. I think the receivers are pretty good. I, I think Stefan Diggs is a borderline star in this league that doesn't get the credit he deserves. And I think Bradford's better than people realize, too. So maybe this is a little low on the Vikes. But I think the Vikes are a pretty solid all-around team. And, and I'm doing an article now, you know, a series of articles I, I urge you to check out. And maybe that's what we'll talk about for the next couple weeks or next week or two is the biggest hole on every team right now. And I'm about to write up the NFC North and kicking around in my cranium, I'm just not sure what I'm going to write for the Vikes exactly. I mean, it'll probably be O-line, but it's certainly better. It's not like there's one spot that just makes you go, oh, man, they're bad, you know, the, the T.J. Clemming situation. So they're at 14. I got the Giants at 13. Again, I think the defense should be really, really good. I mean, I said this about Minnesota and Denver. Um, they don't have a lot of turnover on that side of the ball. They were excellent last year. Their weapons on offense are superb. I, I just keep coming down to two things of worry is the offensive line, and that's a big one. And is Eli falling down? I mean, is Eli the player he once was? I'm not sold on that. I'm not sure. I think his numbers will be good. You know, I think he's got great weapons to throw to, like I mentioned, and that's phenomenal, and I have no problem with that approach. But they ignored the line. Uh, are they going to be able to run the ball? I have my doubts. All right, we got the Cardinals at 12. Again, I think the defense is going to be really good. And the first two picks on defense, I think, are going to pay off immediately. I still have worries about a second corner. I think they'll rush the passer well, even losing Calais Campbell. I think this defense is going to be very active. Assuming the Honey Badger comes back to being the player he was, they're going to be hard to play against. They can match up against you in many ways. I think they're going to create a lot of big plays on defense. And the offense, I think Palmer outplayed, you know, Eli Manning last year, but is he losing a little? David Johnson needs to be the focal point of the offense. And I think the line will be a little better, but I don't think it's a strength. Larry's getting up there in age, but he's still highly effective. Is he, are the, the rest of the receivers good enough? I think John Brown's a guy to really watch. If he can rebound big, that could go a long way. So I think Arizona's still a, a quality, quality team. I don't think that they'll get to the point where they were um, two years ago and whenever all of us thought they were, you know, right in the 
the hunt for a Super Bowl type team. But I think they're pretty clearly the second team in the NFC West right now. I'm probably higher on the Saints than you guys are. But I think this offense is going to be awesome. I mean, their offensive line is great. I think their running game is going to be really good. I think Peterson could have a big year. I, I think Kamara is a nice, you know, outlet receiver. Uh, Michael Thomas, is he a true number one wideout? Probably not, but I think the pass catchers are going to be good enough, and we know Breeze is a stud. And I think the defense might get to the 22nd, 23rd, 24th best defense in the league. You know, like the, the bottom third, but not the total basement. And to me, that's maybe 9-7, and 10-6, competing in what I think is going to be a pretty good division. So I like the Saints. I think the Saints are going to be highly competitive. A team I bet I'm lower on than you guys, and I might even bump them even lower, is the Dallas Cowboys. Is I think their defense is well coached, but there's a lot of turnover there. There's not a lot of star power. Will Sean Lee stay healthy again? Well, hopefully. You know, again, he's a streams uh elementary school grad where my kids go. Um, but I don't think the defense has the capabilities to be a top 12 type of defense. You know, I think it's a middle of the road all the way, all day long, even if the draft picks come in and help quickly. And I think the offense is going to take a step back. You know, that I look at the, the pass catchers and I see Des Bryant and all respect to Jason Witten, a bunch of dudes, you know, I mean, like who else is there? I mean, Beasley's a nice player. Don't get me wrong. And I just don't, I'm not ready to anoint Dak yet. You know, that I could see him struggling. You know, more is going to be expected. The league's going to know more about him. I think his line will be slightly worse. Slightly. But I just don't know that Dak's there yet. And I'm a believer. I like him. Don't get me wrong. But is he ready to take another step? Which is going to have to be the case to get Dallas to where they want to go. I have my doubts. Kansas City at 9. They have some spots on defense, you know, inside linebacker, secondary, that worry me a little bit, but I'm operating under the assumption that Justin Houston will come back to form. They should rush the passer well. They certainly have star power and, you know, Peters and Barry and those guys on that side of the ball. Should be a quality defense. Um, maybe the running game's a little better. You know, you add Hunt from Toledo. Maybe the offensive line's a little better. Kelsey's a stud. I'm sure Tyreek Hill's going to remain a fixture of the offense. Makes perfect sense. Maybe Macklin comes back a little stronger. But you know where I'm going. I mean, Alex Smith's a quarterback. And to me, that puts a ceiling on where I can rank the Chiefs until my man Patrick Mahomes takes over. The Chargers are at eight. So they're the second team in the AFC West. Only one ahead of them. Obviously, it's Oakland. Um... I think the Chargers' offense is going to be really good. I think their offensive line is going to be much better. Running game should remain strong, you know, above average. Gordon's a good player. I would like to see one more back in that backfield, though. The group of pass catchers with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Henry and Gates and Williams and um, that whole crew, I think, is really good. And I'm still a huge Phillip Rivers believer. Throws too many interceptions of late, but I think he's been forced to try to do too much. And I think the defense has a chance to be above average. You know, Bosa, really good corners, a new scheme. They kept Melvin Ingram. Chargers are a team that are probably, this one and the next team are two that 
I feel like people are kind of sleeping on. Everyone's talking about Tennessee and Tampa. They're going to be the big teams that come from nowhere. But I think the Chargers and the Eagles, who I have at seven, are the teams to fear that people aren't really talking about. And a lot of that is because I'm smitten with Carson Wentz. Um, his deep accuracy needs to improve. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not saying he wasn't without flaws in his, his you know, first season. But now a whole season in the playbook with his team, I think that's going to go a long way. But more importantly, the, the weapons he has now um, are much, much better. The receivers are much, much better than they were, you know, a year ago. Guys like Zach Ertz and Jordan Matthews now are down-the-line options as opposed to that's all we got. Still think the line is very good. They signed LeGarrette Blunt today. That makes perfect sense. They very much needed a big back. I think Smallwood's somewhat of a sleeper, too, that could do some good things in this offense, too. Um, who knows what will happen to Ryan Matthews. This defense was pretty good last year, too. You know, that I know they're weak at corner, but they don't ask a ton from their corners. They're really good at safety. The linebackers are active and fit the scheme. I think they're going to rush the passer really well. And you pick up Timmy Jernigan, you know, you pick up Barnett. I mean, so... I, I like this defensive front a lot for Philadelphia. I, I'm going to pick the Eagles most likely. I mean, unless some you know, things change my mind, I'm probably going to pick the Eagles to win the NFC East. I got the Packers at six. I don't have a lot to say about them. I mean, they're kind of the same team. A little bit more running back depth, a little less offensive line depth and, and strength. But they got Rodgers. <laughs> but they got Rodgers. Um, defense... Should, has to be better at corner. And that was obviously a priority. The secondary, I think, can become a strength. Can they rush the passer? Where's Clay Matthews in his career? I think those are legitimate questions. But they got Aaron Rodgers. Coming down the home stretch, the, the top five, I got Oakland at five. I don't feel super confident about it, though. I, I'm, a, I'm very confident in Carr and the line, and I think the receivers are strong. You add, you know, Jared Cook to the equation, too, and Lynch, who knows what you're going to get from him, but I, I think this will be one of the best offenses in the league. Very good. You know, Amari Cooper needs to step up a little, but I don't have a lot of concerns about him overall. You got Khalil Mack and, you know, guys like Joseph you would think would be more impact players going forward. I don't love their defensive tackles. I don't love their linebackers at all. Um, they drafted two defensive backs high. We'll see what they get out of there. So I think at best, this is a middle-of-the-road defense. So, you know, is that should they be fifth on the list? I don't know. I, but I do like them better than the Packers. I like them better than the, those teams I've just been talking about, obviously. But I think there's a, you kind of draw a line that there's three teams now in the 2-3-4 spot that I think you could put in pretty much any order you want. And Oakland's, to me, is a step behind those. And I have Atlanta at two, Pittsburgh at three, Seattle at four. And I think all three of these teams are really, really good. And, you know, finding big weaknesses for these teams are really tough. They all have high-quality winning quarterbacks. Uh you know, Atlanta's offense was the best in the league last year, and they lost Shanahan. Is that going to be a major blow? Could be, but I bet it's still pretty damn good offense, and that defense is going to be better And as they get a little older and they add even more athleticism. I think the Steelers' offense 
very well could be number one in the league. You know, Martavis Bryant comes back. That's gigantic. Um, there's tons of talent on that side of the ball. And the defense, they've used a lot of picks on that side of the ball on defense. That you would think that they're going to continue to get better. You know, no massive losses. Um, and Seattle's loaded, too. I mean, if Seattle's O-line can play adequately, and they, they have put resources into there, maybe they can get something out of Luke Jokel and Postick. And, uh, I think they'll run the ball pretty well. I think their weapons are still strong. What's Lockett's situation? You know, Jimmy Graham, Wilson's a stud. I think the defense is ain't exactly what it used to be, but it's still one of the better ones in the league. Um but they have reinforced it the last couple of years with some high picks, you know, especially up front. Uh, I don't think they're falling off a cliff anytime soon. They add a lot of youth to that team through the draft and are going to create a lot of competition that Pete Carroll loves. So I think those three, you can kind of put them in a hat and shake them around, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and Seattle, as the two through four team. But there's a cavernous gap from them to New England at one. And... I don't know anyone that does this for a living that that could could come up with a reason for me why the Patriots wouldn't be one on any power ranking. I mean, they're that good. They're much better than they were when they won the Super Bowl a couple months ago. Much. I mean, Gronk's back. Um, they didn't. I mean, a key is they didn't lose Garoppolo. They didn't lose Butler. Even if I said this on the air yesterday, even if Tom Brady doesn't play a snap this year for some unforsaken reason. I'm definitely going to take the Patri the Patriots to win the AFC East with Garoppolo. I mean, by far. I mean, easily. By a couple games. They have a million running backs. They have a million receivers. Yeah, and Brandon Cooks. I mean, guys like Malcolm Mitchell and Hogan and Dwayne Allen are now like your fourth, fifth, sixth receiving options. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. They can't even see the field. I think the defense, the secondary is going to be even better, and the secondary was great last year. Interior, they're going to be really hard to run on. Oh, by the way, the Patriots allowed the fewest points in the league last year. They're always good on special teams. Expectations are going to be extremely high, and they should be. I mean, again, I think they're clearly the best team in the league. All right, that's a wrap. The first official power ranks are in the books. Over and out. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17